Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan and I welcome you to another episode of Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Let us start. Starting with the update on day 3 of the Constitution Bench hearing on the batch of petitions challenging abrogation of Article 370 of the Constitution, which took away the special status of Jammu and Kashmir in 2019. You already know that the bench hearing the matter includes CJI Chandrachud, Justices S.K. Kaul, Sanjeev Khanna, B.R. Gawai and Surya Kant. For the first two days, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl appearing for NCP MP Mohammad Akbar Lone argued that the governor of the former state of Jammu and Kashmir and the union government acted in tandem to get rid of the Article 370. Today, the hearing in the matter continued with the arguments by senior advocate Kapil Sibyl. He started by referring to the speech by Sheikh Abdullah made in 1951 outlining the purpose of the Constituent Assembly of Jammu and Kashmir. The senior advocate argued that the Legislative Assembly could not be changed to a Constituent Assembly by an Executive Act. He referred to the example of Brexit, saying that there was no constitutional provision seeking a referendum, but as people are central to the decision, their opinion is essential. To this, the CJI replied that Brexit was a political act, and Mr. Kapil Sibyl reiterated that the abrogation of 370 was also a political act. Further, he argued that Clause 3 of Article 370 itself provides the conditions under which abrogation can take place, which is that it must be on the recommendation of the Constituent Assembly. Mr. Sibyl also read the 2019 order which quoted that the Governor of Jammu and Kashmir was acting on the advice of Council of Ministers. The senior advocate questioned as to how that was possible as there was no council of ministers. He also questioned whether a state could be downgraded to a union territory by union on its own whim without consultation with the people. The solicitor general on the other hand argued that after the abrogation of article 370, approximately 1200 laws were now applicable to the state and all beneficial legislations available to other citizens were now available to Jammu and Kashmir. The court will continue to hear the matter tomorrow. Stay tuned with us. Hate speech in the recent time has been an intractable issue in our country. Though the Supreme Court has been a vigilant sentinel and time and again has directed the police to register cases of hate speech without any complaint or FIR, we still find videos of politicians and other influencers openly making remarks leading to communal tensions and social divides. Today, while the Supreme Court was hearing the petitions on abrogation of Article 370, an urgent mentioning was made by senior advocate Kapil Sibyl seeking action against the calls made by several groups following the new Gurugram communal violence for the social and economic boycott of Muslims. The plea has been filed by Shaheen Abdullah, which is filed in his pending writ petition. Last week, the court had passed an order in his application and had directed the police authorities in Delhi, Uttar Pradesh and Haryana to ensure that no hate speech or violence takes place in the rallies organized by Vishwa Hindu Parishad and Bajrang Dal in the wake of communal clashes. 
according to this application despite the supreme court's order more than 27 rallies have been organized across various states where blatant hate speeches calling for killing and social and economic boycott of muslims have been openly delivered the application also referred to a video that surfaced on social media which you might have seen as well showing a procession by a samasta hindu samaj through a neighborhood in hisar issuing warnings to residents and shopkeepers that if they continue to employ any muslims after 2 days then their shops would be boycotted It is alleged that the threat calls against the minority community were made in the presence of police officers. The police seeks action against police officers who participated in those rallies and also directions to state police to explain the action taken by them against the hate speeches made. And now let me tell you about a habeas corpus petition filed at the Supreme Court for releasing a Rohingya refugee from indefinite detention. in a detention center in delhi the plea filed states that the petitioner's younger sister who is a rohingya refugee has been indefinitely detained in delhi and that in 2021 she was picked up arbitrarily even though there was no complaint they were never provided with any official order or document authorizing such detention The petitioner while relying on previous Supreme Court judgments has stated that rights under article 14 and 21 of the Indian Constitution are available to all persons irrespective of whether they are Indian citizens or not. Thus the plea prays for a writ of habeas corpus seeking her release from indefinite detention. The Supreme Court bench comprising CJI Chandrachud Justice JB Pardewala and Justice Manoj Mishra has issued a notice in the petition and has also granted liberty to serve the copy of the petition to the central government In another update the Supreme Court has issued notice on a petition filed by three civil service aspirants who have contended that they were denied reservation under the economically weaker section that is EWS category due to a clerical error made in the certificate by the competent authority the petitioners have stated that they were not selected in the civil services examination conducted by upsc in 2022 although they scored more than the ews cutoff marks after the declaration of results in may this year their category was changed from ews to general and consequently they were not recommended they possessed the requisite income and asset certificate for the financial year 2020-21 as required by the guidelines and they furnished it well within the stipulated deadline of 22nd february 2022 also in january this year the respondent that is upsc informed them that their ews certificates wrongly mentioned the year 2021-22 so they should submit the original certificate with the correct financial year that is 2021 at the time of the interview the competent authority also issued a clarification that there was a clerical error and that the certificate should be read as financial year 2020-21 which along with the clarification was submitted at the time of the interview still they were not selected although they scored more than the ews cutoff marks when they approached upsc requesting to consider their candidature under the ews category in view of clarification issued they were informed that their certificates were not in the prescribed format 
Thus, they filed a writ petition before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices J.K. Maheshwari and Justice K.V. Vishwanathan has issued notice in the petition. The matter will now be taken up on 14th August. Stay tuned for more updates. Another important issue was raised before the Supreme Court today with regard to practice of appointing interim director for CBI. In the fourth petition that the NGO Common Clause has filed, the issue regarding opaqueness of the appointment process of CBI director and its timeline has been highlighted. Let me tell you here, under the Delhi Special Police Establishment Act of 1946, the appointment of a CBI director is made by high-powered committee comprising the Prime Minister, the Chief Justice of India and the leader of opposition. But there has been a regular practice where an interim or acting director is appointed a month or two before the high-powered selection committee chooses a full-time director. Common Cause had filed a plea against the appointment of Praveen Sinha as an interim director of the CBI in February 2021 after the expiry of the previous incumbent Rishi Kumar Shukla. But today the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti dismissed the infructuous plea in view of the fact that Sinha, whose appointment was challenged, was succeeded by two regular directors. The counsel for the NGO, however, urged the court to issue directions with respect to the other prayers in the petition related to the opaqueness of the appointment process. The court, while dismissing the petition, asked the petitioner to file a petition six months before the term of the CBI director is about to expire and that the court would look into the issue if the same process was adopted again. The Supreme Court has dismissed another petition which was filed challenging the bail granted by the Gujarat High Court to Mansukh Bhai Vaji Bhai Topia, the ticket issuing person at the Morbi Bridge on the day it collapsed in October last year, resulting in the death of around 135 persons. The accused was the ticket collector hired by the company at the bridge. After the incident, the police booked him under various sections of Indian Penal Code. He was granted bail by the High Court in June this year where the High Court had stated that as the investigation was over and a charge sheet had been filed, so continued judicial custody was not required. The state on the other hand had opposed the bail contending that the accused issued an excessive number of tickets without conducting proper assessment of hanging bridges strength, stability and capacity. It was firmly argued that his negligence played a pivotal role in the incident. But the Supreme Court dismissed the challenge against the bail granted. Coming to an update from Kerala where a man was convicted for harassing a woman police officer. A Kerala court convicted him for making more than 300 phone calls to the official phone of Vanitha police station in Kochi city in order to harass a woman civil police officer. The prosecution case was that he had continuously contacted the woman police officer with the intention to outrage her modesty and to request for sexual favours. The additional Chief Judicial Magistrate Ernaculum Sajini B.S. sentenced the accused to rigorous imprisonment for a period of three years and also imposed a fine of Rs. 15,000. 
the court noted that the offence under section 354A of IPC that is outraging the modesty of a woman was successfully established but not the offence of stalking because calling on the official phone of a police station continuously could not be equated with following a particular person for personal interaction. And lastly, in a good news for the BJP MP Dr. Ram Shankar Katheria, his conviction has been stayed and regular bail has been granted to him. This is two days after an MP MLA court in Uttar Pradesh's Agra district had convicted him in a 2011 case lodged for rioting and voluntarily causing hurt. So he was found guilty of vandalizing Torrent Power Limited Company's office in Agra's Saket Mall in 2011 by creating a ruckus. Due to this conviction order of the court, Dr. Katheria's Lok Sabha membership was in peril because of Article 102 of the Constitution read with Section 8 of the Representation of Peoples Act. But now that a Sessions Court has stayed the conviction and has granted him regular bail, it means that he will not be disqualified from Lok Sabha. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.